Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. So at the front of this ship, the masthead, the sextant and sword, you can see the sextant singing along. Whether it's being led by the crew or it's leading the crew, who's to say? But it is loud and it is very distracting. And they keep firing these almost firework-like explosions from the cannons. And they are in the air, but they're getting lower and closer to the whole party. Just boom, boom, What do you want to do as the ship is overhead? Uh, I don't know if I really know. What, like, what time of day is it? You said it's like getting toward dark, right? The, the sun is setting. So the you can see light refract, uh, you can see light refracting through the ocean branch, kind of giving a glow underneath the ship, making the explosions, the little firework explosions, very nice and pretty in the sky. But there's still some daylight. It's not dark yet. Uh, my, uh, <laughs> My first instinct is just to, like, let them go and see if they're just going to pass on by. Okay. Finnegan, Darvin, what about you? Finn's going to look up and be like, Hey, that looks like a hell of a fun way to travel the direction we're headed, I." Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nate, is Captain Edmondson on the deck of the ship? Oh, yeah. Is he bellowing out any sort of orders, or is he singing along, or is he just enjoying himself he's singing along oh wonderful what about lemons no he's he's not visible okay lemons is not be inside somewhere probably okay i know he doesn't speak can't remember if that's because he can't or doesn't but i know he's a very quiet man but all right so captain edmondson is up there having a grand old time with his crew singing carrying on And as the ship is overhead and passes just in front of you, it starts turning and it starts circling in the ocean branch overhead. It's a very awkward circling. The ocean branch is not terribly wide, but it is just wide enough that the ship can circle around. It certainly like dips to the side as it gets to the sides of the ocean branch, but it begins circling. And as it does so, there's another voice 
coming from the deck of the ship, and it is not singing along. You may not be able to tell from here where you are, but this is a, this is a priest of Narluk, the god of the ocean, the god of waters, and the ocean, of course. And as the ship is traveling in these circles overhead, a vortex of water begins descending down. And if you stay put, it will be right around you. Let's not stay put. Yeah. I'm following your guys' uh-huh. lead, so if you're not staying put, I'm not staying put. Are you running, or are you trying to get everybody onto the wagons and get the horses moving again? With very um, different I, outcomes. Okay, yeah, I think it's I think it's that. Like it's like, well, I mean, let's assume for a minute that they've picked this spot to party because it's a spot, not because it's anything to do with us, and we should probably move. And then if it is to do with us, then we'll deal with it. So does that mean you're back on the to, wagon? Oh, you're trying to get back on the wagons and yep. leave. Okay. All right, everybody, back on the wagons. Let's move and see if we can just give them their space and if that's what they want. Okay. As you get on the wagons and begin to move forward, there's a shot from the cannon. And there's a firework explosion right in front of the horses, intending to have them stall and spook. So I need someone to roll some animal handling to help control these horses down. Finnegan will run out and try and help with that. Okay. Great. Ooh, that's a 16 on the die. Let me check my bonus. I think it's like a five. It's actually seven, so it's a 23. Nice, nice. The horses don't get spooked, and they attempt to keep moving forward before this vortex can encircle the wagons. And as you're moving forward, it does look like you're going to get out of this vortex area. But the ship keeps moving forward with the circling, and the vortex is just overhead now. And it looks like the front wagon will get out. But the rear wagon, it may be stuck behind unless somebody can get them to really kick it up a notch. Who wants to be in charge of the rear wagon? I'm assuming I can't do both. Um, no. <laughs> Someone else has to do the rear wagon. I guess that would be me. Okay. So go back there. You can make an animal handling check just to spur them on, so to speak. Or you can do something else if you have an idea to mm-hmm. get the horses moving quicker. I don't have an idea, so I won't make an animal handling check. Animal handling, then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a 22. All right. You encourage the horses to move a little bit faster, and they're able to get out from underneath this vortex just before it touches down. And as you continue to move forward, so does the ship, and so does this vortex. And then the cannons begin firing more. This time, it is not to simply spook the horses. This time, they are firing at the wagons. So everybody make a dexterity saving throw. I'm assuming you want one for Cyril also? Please, please. Oh, that's not good for my little little friend there. All right. Finnegan. Uh, 14. Okay, Cyril? Uh, is a four. Mm-hmm. Darwin? Twelve. Arnus? Nineteen. Okay. 
Arn just makes the saving throw. Everybody else, I'm sorry, it was too low. So Finnegan, Darwin, Cyril take 14 fire damage as this firework explosion goes off right above you and you can't dive out of the way in time. Arnis, you'll take seven. The wagons don't catch on fire, but there are singe marks and there's like burn holes in some of the canvas. These aren't the most destructive thing. They're still mainly for show, but being next to a firework explosion is still unsafe. And whether you thought that they were simply finding a place to party or if they were here to mess with you, that question I think has been answered at this point. Like they are here to mess with you. Yep. This explosion went off right at everybody. There are sailors up there chucking empty rum bottles and empty wine bottles down at you, glass shattering around. What do you want to do? How far away are they from us? And they're like, up. So like no, could the, I the ocean could I, the ocean branches have kind of steadied out. What are you looking to do? I, I was just wondering if I shouted at them, would they be able to hear? I mean you can hear them singing, so potentially, but they are also firing fireworks from their cannons. I would say at this point the ocean branch is between fifty and a hundred feet up, depending on how it kind of curves and with this vortex thing that they got going i mean that's certainly a direct path up to them if you really wanted to swim but if you just want to shout you can try what do you want to shout just like what the fuck is your problem (laughs) (laughs) finnegan darvin are either of you joining in and swearing at this ship sure i'll direct (laughs) some swear words up at the ship oh nate is swearing at himself (laughs) Can I have your player's handbook, please? Uh-oh. Is Finnegan going to do something rash? No, not very. I'm just trying to remember if thaumaturgy, if it's thaumaturgy or prestidigitation that lets you enhance someone's voice. Mm. I think it's thaumaturgy. Well, all right then. It's thaumaturgy because you beat me to it. Ha <laughs> um, Does it say if I can do it for other people or only myself? Oh, uh, let's see. Thaumaturgy. You manifest a minor wonder, sign of supernatural power within range. You create one of the following magical effects. Uh, your voice booms up to three times as loud as normal for a minute. Um, does not say you can do this for other people. Cool. Never mind then. Go for it, Arnis. Oh, Finnegan doesn't want to yell. All right. Okay, then that's that's what I shout like if, to see if they can hear me. I have no way of enhancing my... Except to spend a divine charge to try to make myself louder but that seems weird so it's not what you want to do right now no it's not what i want to do right now so i'm just gonna shout like as loud as i can what the fuck is your problem (laughs) and like drunken fans at a baseball game they yell back at you unintelligibly and they chuck a bottle right at your wagon and it shatters next to your feet and they laugh (laughs) <laughs> All right, I chuck a fireball at them. Jesus. <laughs> uh, let me see if they're within range. Holy shit. Oh yeah, fireball's range is 150 feet. Okay, then yeah, they're definitely within range. And I think the casting of this is pretty simple. Um, oh, plus I've got the extra range of my wand, so if they were out of range, I'd do more damage. Um <laughs> Give me a second. I just want to look something up. 
Oh, you would have to be mounted in order to get that extra damage. Oh, that is true. That is true. So I literally whip my wand out out of like the, I wear it in a cross draw on my hip. Mm -hmm. Lick it up at the ship and I just shout out, Ignius! And just giant ball of fire just aimed for the broad side of this ship. Okay. Well, the ship is a ship and Mm -hmm. cannot make a dexterity saving throw. But it's in the water too. So it's like wet. So it's not going to catch fire necessarily, but you're going to deal damage. I was going to say, can I aim for the sails? Shit. (laughs) Yeah, you can. (laughs) Captain Edmondson, people are going to be fucking with your ship here. Um, This went from fun times to vendetta times. (laughs) Sure. I, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to aim for the sails, even if these are like 50-foot masts that's still within the 150-foot range. So go ahead. Tell you what, make an arcana check, and we'll see how much of the sails you catch. You're getting some at the very least, but we'll see which sail you get and whether it burns or is destroyed. My arcana check would be a 26. Jeez. Okay. You shoot this fireball up, and there's this loud explosion as it goes off, and the top part of the main sail's mast snaps and falls to the ground. Everybody make another dexterity saving throw as debris is raining down. I'm sorry about the debris, guys. It's debris. The mast itself is probably going to land like right underneath the ship or on the ship, but there's debris everywhere. Darvin. I got an 11. Okay, Arnis. But remember, if this is a... This is for damage. Yeah, he's got abilities that help him dodge, right? Uncanny dodge, Mm. is that applicable here? Not when I roll a 1. Oh, did you roll a (laughs) 1? I did roll a 1. Never mind then. I have evasion, but that's... Yeah. That'll help you with the damage. Oh... Oh, I take half damage. That's true. On a deck save. On a fail. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That'll work here. So technically, you should have only taken seven from the explosion as well, instead of the full 14. Got you. All right. Arnis. I got a dirty 20. Okay. Finnegan? Finnegan got a three. Oh, dear. <sighs> Cyril? Got a nine. Oh, dear. Okay, so Aranus, you'll take half. It's only five damage as pieces of the mast splinter off and rain down upon you. So Aranus, you take two. Darwin, thanks to your evasion, you also take two. Nice. But the horses are not a fan of this. Your allies are not a fan of this. Sam and Carolina have, like, jumped out, moved ahead... And they're getting into their Tamani forms. They feel like this is about to be some shit. Everybody roll initiative. You just threw a fireball at a fucking ship armed with cannons. Nice. (sighs) All right. Finnegan. Would be a 21. Cyril? Oh, Cyril goes right after you. That's right. Right after, yep. 21 plus. Aranus? 22. Ho, ho. And Darvin. 15. Okay. Well, you're all faster than the ship. <laughs> However, the ship is way up there, and you're 
way down here. So, as the tides of fortune have fired down upon you with their firework-like cannons, and Finnegan has returned the favor by launching a fireball up and destroying part of their mast, the situation has escalated, to say the very least. Arnus, what would you like to do? Oh, fire worked pretty good the last time. Oh, I think I'm going to try a firebolt. What's the range on firebolt? 120 feet. Okay, you're good. I was going to say, you're going to need a range of at least 60 feet in order to hit anything. Oh, yeah. Make your attack roll. Yep, I got a 15. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage. In front of me, it's going to hit. Well, you'll see here in just a moment. One. You roll 3d10 on a firebolt. You could not have gotten a one. Oh, that's because it... It's not like... I can't try. I rolled 1d10 and I got one. I figured as much. Oh. Ooh, those are some low-ass numbers. Uh, the total is seven. Okay. But with the 15, your aim is poor enough that you're hitting a wet side of the ship. So there's a sizzle. It's only going to deal half damage, so three damage to the side of a boat, which is not all that much. But you are returning fire. Uh, <sighs> all right. Finnegan. Mm-hmm. Having knocked off a piece of their sails and slowed them down, this is going to affect the, uh, their ability to make that vortex, certainly. But it's your turn again. What would you like to do? Well, seeing as Cyril and I really like range and distance, I'm going to... Let me see. Give me one second. And I can actually do that a couple more times. I think I'm just going to fireball again. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage for Fireball. Give me a second. Or make an Arcana check first, I guess. Just to make sure we're targeting it correctly, because this is a moving target. Moving target. It's not exceptionally fast. It's still a low DC. Uh, this is kind of like kind of like with Aranus. You know, are you getting to the drier part of the ship, or are you hitting right by the water? 26. Okay. Now you're good and high. Good aim. 26 damage. Okay. So Finnegan throws up another fireball and explodes. More debris is falling, but not nowhere near as much as when you targeted the mast and caused that to break. But there's ash and debris. There's some random sailor who catches fire and leaps down into the ocean branch to put himself out. And is just swimming along the side of the ship now. Is there anything else, Finnegan? Uh, no, that is that is my turn. Okay. Can Cyril do anything? Or does Cyril want to do anything? Cyril is going to go and make the protective choice and burrow down under the ground, just kind of like right next to me. Okay. <laughs> like, they, she knows that she's useless against something that's 150 feet away from her. So she's just going to just, you know, go full ostrich. <laughs> All right. Darvin, your turn. What would you like to do? Captain Edmund's ship is right up there. How high is it again? Depending on when you catch it in the ocean branch, it's between 50 mm. and 100 feet. Okay. So if you need something that's at that lower range, just, just let me know. I think, yeah. 
Mm. If you wanted to get to the very top of the ship, that's very different than just getting to the side of it and like climbing in through a porthole. Right. I'm sure that's a good idea. That's all I can think of is, you know, charging up there somehow or other or attempting to, but then I'm, what am I going to do? Use your fancy lance jump. I know, but then, then what? But then he's alone on the ship. Yeah. And I'm, can you, can you yeah. use your fancy lance jump to launch all of us up there? I don't think so. Uh, let's not that I know of. Let's see. Let's see where we at. Uh, empowered movement pillar. You make the move action. You can spend divine charges to empower it by creating a pillar that grows in a direction of your choosing. Um, that includes launching yourself into the air. Da, da, da. Uh, you can spend divine charges in this way. Um, I think if you wanted to spend some divine charges, I think we could get more than just you up there. Mm. Okay. What is your movement speed? That's the thing. It's 50. So we're like right at the bottom, you know? Mm -hmm. I think with 50, you could get right to a porthole. Whether or not there's a cannon in it, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Um, I I mean, that's mostly just for flavor. If someone's going to be shooting at you right as you get there. Uh. (laughs) Are the portholes like big enough to crawl through? Is that the idea? Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Okay. These are big enough to put a cannon out of. It's not just a window. People could also just be throwing things, you know, throwing bottles and things from those same openings. But yeah, if you wanted to try to get up there, you could. If you want to take some people up there, you could. You're not getting everybody in the party, like all the NPCs up there with you. Right. But the four of you? Potentially. Yeah, let's try it. Let's try it. It's worth a shot. This sounds fun. Do you all want to try to board this ship? Yeah. Heck yeah, let's do it. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, Cyril, two, please. Okay, okay, I need to. Mm. <sighs> Just a second here. Okay. So, Darwin, you currently have five charges, right? Yes. Okay. Thank goodness for your training earlier. Because now you're about to put some of that extra oomph to use. There's you, there's Arnis, Cyril, and Finnegan. That's four of you. You can get away with spending four. If you spend the fifth, I will lower the DC mm. to get you into the right spot to board the ship. All right, let's spend the fifth. I like it. Okay. What does this look like, Darvin? You take the wheel here. You're gathering your party together to go shoot up a pillar into the sky to board a ship on a ocean branch. Well, okay, so I guess we have to be, like, linked, right? Like, arm in arm or something? Uh, close or together. Hand hand. If you want to be hand in hand, that's your call. This is your... I feel it. Yeah, I feel like there has to be some kind of physical connection just to keep everyone together. Okay. Cyril is underground right now. And Cyril can well, pop back up well, and... Like, bite Finnegan's ankle or something. <laughs> or something. Or Cyril could be in the bit of land in that's being pillar. shut up. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool, actually. That'd be really cool. <laughs> okay. But that's pretty much it. Giant pillar of land from... 
All right. So this thing shoots up a good 50 feet. Darvin, make a make a check. Oh, God, what are we, we going to do here? What are we going to do here? This is targeting. This is movement. This is all sorts of fun things. I mean, I want to keep it in your wheelhouse, so to speak. Just have him spend key points for it. <laughs> there you go. Just like all your divine charges in a key point and you're done. <laughs> right. Gosh. Ooh. Question for you, Darwin. Do you just want to get up high enough to be there at one of those portholes and climb in? Or do you want to try to make this even taller to board the ship on the, the deck? Because your key points let you dash as a bonus action. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. That's even cooler. All right. So this is Darwin's only... going full ruler cool here. <laughs> this pillar's not only going up, it's going up quick. And it's going up a little higher, and it's going to be very thin. It basically like gets thinner the higher it gets. Just like it starts out as a nice wide swath of land, like maybe ten feet around, enough to hold all of you. And just as it gets taller, it thins out, so it's more just underneath your individual feet. Darvin, make a make a wisdom saving throw, Darvin. Okay. Uh oh. I got a thirteen. Okay. Darwin, in his haste, overshoots a little bit, overspeeds a little bit, and as this pillar launches you up, it is going a little too fast and a little too high to get you in a spot where you can just calmly walk off and board the deck. So it shoots up, and you all find yourself shot off of this piece of land about 20 feet above the deck of the ship, and are about to fall right onto the deck of the ship. You can make attempts to grab it, like rigging and sails and masts, or you can just make an acrobatics check to land safely on the deck, however you want to flavor this. I think Cyril gets shot out of the ground last. Uh, they will also have to do something. Could I argue that maybe Cyril takes a uh, constitution check to just kind of absorb the damage? Of landing on the deck? Yeah, just like she's just going to like flop and like, superhero landing just just tough through it okay yeah yeah <laughs> she ain't dex checking anything right now buddy <laughs> all right darvin since this is your ability how do you want to round out this landing for yourself mm. i'm thinking of using my slow fall Ooh, i forgot all about slow fall what's the height difference again it's like 20 feet above the deck Oh, yeah, that should work fine then. Yeah, I want to use my slow fall. All right, slow fall, slow fall. Uh, you can use your reaction to reduce fall damage you take equal to five times your monk level. You're fine. Nice. <laughs> you fall so slow. <laughs> oh, he's, Ooh, he's slow. slow. <laughs> Arnis, what about you? Um, I want this to not be happening to me. Um, it's happening. I know. I know. Sorry, my bad. It's okay. Um, my let's see, we're just an acrobatics chick to like just kind of land gracefully. Mm-hmm. Or you could try or... to grab onto rigging sails, you know, pieces of the ship, so you don't have to make the fall, and you're just like up on a higher part of the ship. Uh, but if you don't try to grab anything, you're falling on the deck. Well, I guess I'm falling on the deck. I'll just make the acrobatics check to okay. see if I can land. Make an acrobatics check. 
cute. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> uh, I got a 15. Okay, you'll take half. It's like half of 14, so seven. Oh, yippee. Yippee skippy. But you're on your feet. It's just, ooh, a shock to the joints. Finnegan, what about you? I'm going to try and acrobatics my way out of this thing. Okay, you do the the same. best option I have. What was the other option? Try to grab on a piece of the ship and like land in the rigging or on a mast or something. Ooh, I'm going to try that. What's the role for that? Just a general role? That could be athletics or acrobatics, unless you've got a particular skill uh, that helps you, you know, grab onto things. Go for the acrobatics, but I want to be up in the rigging. That sounds way more advantageous for me. Yeah, you can be up in the rigging. Um, Not with a nine, I'm not going to be. Ooh, no, no. You're shot into the air. You see a nice little rope right there, and you go to grab it, and your hand slips down it, burning your hand. The rope swings and you fall on your ass right on the deck of the ship. Up on the deck and act like a fish. You'll take 11 points of bludgeoning damage Ooh, and friction owie. burn damage. Wowie, owie. It was a nice attempt, though. And Cyril just wants to tough through this landing. Mm-hmm. All right, make a constitution saving throw, Cyril. Give me one second. No, not minus 300 life. Minus 30 life. Damn, that'd be like way dead. Yeah, I'd be dead three times over, actually. All right, constitution save. Yeah. Holy shit, man. What am I rolling tonight? That's a six. Okay. (laughs) Dang, man. Cyril is tough. I'll give you an option here. Cyril lands on the deck. Hard. Takes 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Or Cyril falls through the deck to places unseen and unknown. I think let's have her land on the deck. Okay. <laughs> she can she can take the damage. I just wanted to give you the option of preserving the, the health, but putting her somewhere you don't know. All right. You said 19? 19. Yeah, I rolled way high on Cyril. I apologize. Slams down with a thud. Maybe a foot breaks through the board. She uh, wriggles it out. And there's scratches all up on her, on her leg there. Captain Edmondson. Uh, not stowaways. <laughs> Pirates have boarded your deck. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely attackers. Unwanted people have boarded your ship. What is Captain Edmondson's command upon seeing unwelcome guests? Or are they welcome to guests? No, they're not welcome. Okay. (laughs) What is the command? I think the command is to try and get us off the ship. Okay. Captain Edmondson is not pleased at seeing your faces here on the deck of the ship. And his crew turns to you, starts pulling out cutlasses, a couple of them breaking bottles on the railing of the ship getting ready to shank you with some improvised weapons. You are certainly outnumbered. You no longer have to worry about the cannons shooting at you, sure. But you are now up here on the deck of an enemy ship. Darwin and Arnis, you've actually been on this ship before. You kind of know where a few things are. Finnegan, this is your first time here. Um, have you been on a boat before? 
Mm. I'm sure at some point in my life I work I f- flew I, I flew Drakes for the Royal Army. I think at some point I had to have trained on a ship for some reason or another. That's the Royal Navy. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I hate I'm you just so messing much. with you. I'm just messing with you. I know. Okay, so you've been on a ship before, but not this ship. Yes. So you don't know where specific things are, but you know, but it's not a totally new sensation. Being on a ship in the sky, though, on an ocean branch, is that new for Finnegan? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, because these have only developed over the past few years. Most of which I've spent cloistered, so yeah. This mm. is new. Okay. As Captain Edmondson calls out to get these intruders off the ship, something else is happening. Something else is happening down below, on the ground. And I love that you guys are up here on the ship. I really, really do. The ship is not the only thing that's happening here today. On the ground below, where your wagons and your party members, the rest of your party, are, they are looking up in wide-eyed wonderment, one at Darwin's magnificent pillar that just shot you so high into the air. Darwin, before I forget... Please take inspiration. This was very fun. (laughs) I was not really expecting this. Which is why what happens next is almost worse in a way. You're in a better position to protect yourselves and to deal with this main threat. But down below, if you turn and look over the side of the ship and look to your party, you can see from above... You can see a pack of animals approaching your party from the side of the road, coming in at just breakneck speeds, almost as if they are stampeding. It's just a huge group of wild animals. Most notably, you see these large boars trampling through the area, and you see swarms of... Mm, what's a cool bird? What's a cool bird that's not an eagle? Osprey? What's that? Osprey? What is an osprey? Those are cool. It's a smaller bird of prey. They're pretty gorgeous, actually. Uh, also called seahawk, riverhawk, and fishhawk. Mm-hmm. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Wonderful. That's great, because I know where these animals are coming from, and having them be seabirds like this is, ah, is great. Cool. <laughs> so there's a stampede of wild boar, bigger than normal, and these osprey. Osprey or Osprey? I believe it's Osprey. Approaching your party from the side of the road. It's just this stampede of large boars and swarms of Osprey swooping through the air. And as they reach your party below, they're at first just running through, totally disorienting everybody in the party. And your group's getting knocked around, but nobody's like getting knocked down. These animals aren't here to attack. They are on the run from something. They're being driven by someone or something. But as the osprey reach the group, they start swarming around. And can I have everybody roll a d10? Okay. Chris. Three. Okay. Shannon. Two. Okay. Darvin? Nine. Oh, God. <laughs> Dang. 
Okay. The boars are charging through the party, totally disorienting everybody. And the osprey begin to swarm and circle, and they are flying in and out and above and around everyone. And it's just general panic and mayhem down there. And then this, this huge flock swarm of osprey work together and grab a few of your party members. And you see them lift up, carrying three different people. Thank you for your rolls. I use those numbers to determine which of your party members. So that way, this is totally at random. And they take to the air with Sam, Carolina, and Seth. Fuck. Wow. It will, they are not willingly going. So these birds are not flying off at great speed. But as you're here at the, on the deck of the ship, facing crew... Behind you, on the side of the road, you can see three of your allies beginning to be carried up and carried away. And so, from the deck of the Tides of Fortune, you look on as Captain Edmondson commands his crew to attack you and get you off his ship, while swarms of animals of unknown origin and unknown agenda begin to carry off three of your party members into the sky. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Paul Calicott, Phoenix Bryan, and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at DarylBarnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend. <laughs>